0: Guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where we we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard, and with me is Thomas Shelby. Hello. And Brian Robinson.
1: Hi, it's me, Ryan.
0: Uh, so, guys, what have y'all been playing this week? Or I guess I'm like playing. I guess like two weeks since uh, we skipped a week.
2: Well Two, yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, Spelunky, uh, which is really fun, really good. If you like Spelunky, you'll like Spelunky too.
1: Have you gotten to ride any of them them animals in that game?
2: Uh, I'm still pretty bad at it, so only turkeys so far.
1: right on. But,
2: uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And I do like it more than the first one so far. Why? Um... There's just a bit more variety to things. Okay. Like. She's cuter. There's doors you can enter that like take you to like a different, not like a different level, but like a different section within the same level. It's weird. It's just like a bit more varied. Okay. New items, new enemies, you know.
1: I heard that there is a backpack that you can get that alters the properties of whatever weapon you're using. Okay. Uh, I have that yet. Excuse me. Um, like for the whip, it turns into a fire whip. And if oh, you, yeah. apparently if you hit the turkeys with it, it cooks them. Okay. So, I don't know what purpose <laughs> that serves, but. But sure. yeah, so I've been playing a lot of
2: that really, mostly that, uh, and I played quite a bit of the Panzer Dragoon remake. Nice. Um, which is something I'd like to talk about probably next week for a different topic in that it got not great reviews. And I fucking love it. Like, I think the people that reviewed it just don't remember Panzer Dragoon or never played Panzer Dragoon, you know? Yeah. Because, like, the complaints are, like, it's it's exactly what the game was before, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, in terms of gameplay, because, like, I mean, there were all always- Yeah,
2: the gameplay's solid. Like, there were gameplay changes that were not so great, but those got fixed with, like, the first patch, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's really good. Like, it's a remake visually, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's basically the same game. Uh, things still happen in the same order. But, like, it doesn't look as good as, like, the Shadow of the Colossus remake, mm. right? Yeah. But also, this remake was originally for Switch. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not going to look... And it looks... Still, like, it looks really good compared to the original. Um, So, yeah, super fun. Been playing a lot of that. And it's got me thinking about, like, how people score video games. Not in a review sense, in a musical sense, right? Mm. Uh, Because, like, I never really considered it playing Star Fox or Sin and Punishment or anything like that. But, like, a game that's on rails... You can decide when certain things are going to happen in the music. Oh, you know yeah. I
1: mean? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, and that's super cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to, to trying that because I, I think I told you last week I haven't played a Panda Dragoon game in like I feel like it's been 25 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing how I feel about it now.
2: Well, and you said the, that you had only played Zwei before. Yeah, on the Sega and Saturn. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like, Zwei is significantly better than the first Panzer Dragoon, mm. you know? And yeah. Orta is significantly better than Zwei. Going back to the first Panzer Dragoon, like, it does feel very simple, you know? Yeah. Uh, still more complex than, like, Star Fox, but, like, sure. very simple, you know?
1: Yeah, that, you know it's it's funny because, like, I remember playing... Zwy and immediately feeling almost like I was playing Star Fox. Because yeah. like it has um They've both
2: taken inspiration from each other.
1: Yeah, it has like a very similar feel and it even has uh it even has like branching paths the way Star Fox did. And uh so it felt very similar, but
2: Yeah, and why I believe is the only game with, with branching paths. Oh, okay. Well But uh they are getting ready. I think early next year, releasing a new game in the series for the first time since Orta. And Orta was original Xbox, you know? Yeah. So it's been a long time.
1: The Dragoon is back. Let's yeah. it up. Stand for? Huh?
0: What does Orta stand for?
1: Nothing. It's a character name.
0: Oh, got you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never got into the series. I have yeah. no uh, point of reference.
2: Yeah, no, it's the main protagonist's name. But, uh, Yeah. Super good stuff. Good so,
0: stuff. It's mainly those two.
2: Yeah, I mean, I still been like fucking around with pro skater. Um, but that's it. Oh, on Panther Dragoon, I want to say I got all the trophies except for one. Right?
1: Yeah.
2: The only trophy I have left is to play the game for a hundred hours. Yeah, and I tried to cheat it, but you can't cheat it. You I legit to- have to play the game. Tom, for I told
1: right? I told you they were you on you can know? you can't
0: just you can't just leave it open like no. you have to be like moving around.
2: Yeah, you have to actually be playing with no cheats on or anything like that, right? So, like, but like, here's the thing: I don't typically mind that kind of trophy. 100 hours really isn't that long, right? For a game, it's really not that long. But for a game that's only like a 45 minute long game, yeah, you know, that's yeah. a lot to ask.
1: I would just, I would play give it, it to your kids. I would, I would play it for help, daddy. An hour a day, for a hundred days.
2: I don't know if it's worth it to me. Like, it's one of those trophies where I'm like, well, eventually I'll just get it, you know. Sure. But like, I'm not gonna like try to play this. You're going you're gonna beat that
1: game up. This
0: is where you employ your children, oh, yeah. make them benefit you, yeah. get you that platinum.
2: Yeah. It would make like that. I don't want that you know like I you don't made the child the
0: child did the
1: thing. i think i think it would be i think it would be actually cool if like tom is 50 years old and he's like i'm gonna play some panda dragoon today and he plays it and that he's playing it and then that platinum trophy pops up it's like oh hey yeah yeah see like that's pretty <laughs> cool, right but
2: like if i just sit through a hundred hours of this 45
1: minute game what the hell what happened
2: so i'm just like no I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I freaked out for a second because my on my end the the feed froze and I was like, what the fuck happened? But now we're now we're good.
2: Yeah, um, there's a there's several games where I'm like a trophy away from platinum, killing 42. Like no, no thanks. Yeah, killing four yeah. One of them. Yeah,
0: I mean that happens to me with most of the games I play where I'm just like, mmm, I have like maybe not like one, but there's like, a couple and I'm just like, I just I'm not gonna have fun doing this.
2: Fuck
1: mm-hmm. it.
2: Mm-hmm. If I was Corey, if yeah. I was a real man, sure. I'd suck it up and play a hundred hours of Panther Gun.
1: Suck that the fuck up. Yeah. Right? He
0: But you're but you're still a growing boy and so you don't have that uh dedication and drive.
1: True. I do not.
0: Sure. <laughs> what what about you, Ryan?
1: Uh so I've been playing... So, I don't know if I mentioned this the last time we all got together, but I... Did I mention that I finished Yakuza Kiwami 2? Did I mention that? So. Okay. Maybe. Uh, Maybe you just told us. And you are talking about Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just want to say, Yakuza is rapidly becoming my favorite video game series of all time. Over Doom? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, But... I've been playing uh, Watch Dogs Legion, also known as Watch Dogs Hello Governor, and uh, how I, you say it. <laughs> and I like that game a whole lot. It's very fun. Um, I'm really enjoying like the. I'm really enjoying like the procedural nature of like all the NPCs and like recruiting because like a lot of the. So when me and Kaylee started playing like the first 10 hours of that game i think the first ten fifteen 15 hours we're just walking around london like oh they look cool let's let's bring them in oh they look cool and like it's just like finding different people to bring into the group and then at a certain point we got to the to where like we have to you got to stop recruiting people just because they look cool cuz they don't have any good skills then they're useless so can you,
0: can you uh recruit anybody and everybody can you recruit the entire city
1: so the only characters that you cannot recruit are the pre-scripted like main story characters uh like the like the everybody like the bad everybody
0: a part of your group uh
1: (laughs) but like yeah like you can go if you go into a like go into like a like an enemy base or whatever and like everybody can be anybody in there can be recruited uh like and it's just it's it's a really neat system um and I find my I I've been playing with permadeath on, so I've been finding myself like getting overtly attached to like people on my on my team, and I get like really upset you, when like my as, favorite as
0: Ryan does
1: yeah, and I get really upset when my favorite <laughs> operative dies. And the funny thing is, I don't have to play it with permadeath on, but it's to me it's more it's my com- favorite operative. <laughs> yeah, but to me it's more compelling to play it that way because I feel like there are stakes there. Uh, but let um, me ask you something. Hmm?
2: I know you liked Watch Dogs two quite a bit. Yeah, uh, and then I, I could be completely wrong, but like part of me just kind of assumes that without having uh, you know like a a set cast of characters with a like concise script. Yeah. Do you feel like the story lacks because of that
1: i don't think that the story lacks because of that but i do definitely think that watchdogs 2 has more personality just because everything like everything was written with very specific character with consideration for very specific characters uh, right. and this story is more written with the consideration that you could be playing as any different character at any given time and so like different characters have different accents and ways of talking so different characters are going to read the lines differently and so it kind of it kind of sometimes it changes uh the efficacy of a given scene just because like sometimes the delivery of a line by the character you just happen to be playing is kind of weird for the context of that scene um or
2: even that particular actor might not be as good as Sure. Another like, one. Would have
1: been. There is a varying quality uh, between the actors, yeah. um, but overall, it's 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 uh, it's really good. But I've been I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, one thing I'm not happy about is uh, the so lack there,
0: of hello governors.
1: Uh, there there is a lack of hello. There is a lack of hello governors, uh, but there is an over. There is quite the abundance of bloke. So I'm okay with it. Uh but so I looked I took a look at the at the DLC roadmap and I was like, okay, so what's the DLC gonna be like? And the first thing I see is Aiden Pierce is coming back, and I was like, God oh, damn it, great. I fucking hate that guy. Uh,
0: <laughs> who invited him?
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh maybe maybe he's better this time around. It has been six years since his game came out, so we'll see. Uh but overall, the game is a lot of fun. I've, we've, I've got, like, about 60 hours into the game, and I'm not even done with the story because I spent so much time doing side missions and recruiting different characters and, and whatnot. But the game is a lot of fun. Um, also, last night I started... Last night? This is the last night or the day before. But I started playing Hades, uh, Supergiant's newest game. And goddammit, they did it again. It is a fantastic fucking game so far. That is a good that is a very good video game. Uh they I think that one of the things that has always impressed me about Supergiant is how different all their games are from one another. And um this one is very much more of a like like an action heavy, like uh hack and slash kind of game. More like Too. Bast- yeah. And and it's like it's it's run based. Um and you know it's it's cool to like every time you fail to escape the underworld, then you come back and then there's more dialogue to listen to and like more characters to engage with and it's it's really neat to you know upgrade your weapons and your abilities and so far, all the weapons are really fun to use um and i I think I think I'm gonna end up putting a lot of hours into that game so uh, oh, if
2: it's Darren Korb doing the soundtrack again
1: I don't know honestly um. I bet it is. I it is. To be honest, it's it is kind of hard to hear the music over like what you're doing. Yeah, because uh, there's like a lot of like there's a lot of like grunts and smashes and and slashes and and so there's a lot of like so it's really hard to hear the music over what you're doing. But I will say like the voice acting is really really good. Uh, the way that the uh, all the different Greek gods are uh, kind of um, portrayed is really cool. Like they all have like their own like really cool look. Um, and so I like that a lot. Um, and one thing I, I am very ex- and there's two more things I'm excited about that I will be playing over the next week. One, uh, Tekken 7 Season 4 has started, and Kunimitsu is coming tomorrow.
2: It's exciting.
1: Uh. I'll be there for that. And also, um, NetherRealm has declared that as far as Mortal Kombat 11, custom variations are now tournament legal. So, I am really excited about that because there are some really cool moves that aren't part of any of the tournament legal variations, and I'm I'm glad that I get to use uh, get to use those. So I'm excited to to try that out and see what. More okay, so you like mean that. with like within
2: the game they're tournament legal? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, it's cool. It's it's really neat. Lots of scorpion gonna be uh, happening. That's what I know.
0: Uh have been playing anything else. Oh, uh
1: Sorry. no. No.
0: Uh I've just been mainly playing uh Divinity Two, still uh DOS two. Uh whatever you wanna like do the acronym, whatever on uh uh,
1: it- uh Das 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 du. <laughs> How the French would say it.
0: I've almost caught up to where birdo and I are in like our game together, and I'm like I'm not terribly far behind. I'm still enjoying like replaying it, even though I'm playing two campaigns at once, mm-hmm. because like I can I can save like research stuff like. It bothered me in the last game, but, like, Berto wanted to check out this other thing. Like, there was, like, this confused crocodile, like, in an area. And I was like, is that part of the quest? It feels like it's a part of a quest. It has a whole story and, like, dialogue. And, uh, so, like, I get to, like, go and, like, look up and be like, oh, no, it's just there for story. Okay, cool. Move on with my life. And it's, like, fun seeing, like, I can, like, dig a little bit deeper on all of these conversations. And it's kind of nice because me and Berto can, like, finally have conversations about the story about some of the characters and like have actual thoughts on it this is a game he's like loved for a while and yeah just still really digging the writing
1: um so what are you doing are you like are you switching off between like your solo campaign and like playing and playing with birdo sometimes or are you just only focusing on your solo campaign
0: no um i mainly playing my solo campaign just because of our schedules being so different on the weekends we play together okay like on our campaign, and he has like, you can do like multiple saves and different like runs at the same time.
1: Yeah, well, that's a uh, that's a really cool game. I I played it quite a bit when it came out, and I fell off, but I really enjoyed my time with it. I've never really been able to, like with with RPGs like that. There's always a point at which I start feeling very overwhelmed, and then I get scared to play it, and then I don't, and then I just uninstall it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, some of the like fights and stuff that like I shrug- that we struggled with, or at least because he was letting me like run, cause he's letting me run like hours uh, since he's played it through a couple times. And so some of the fights that we struggled with the first time, uh, I have now figured out that if I just entered it from a different entrance, it would have gone much smoother mm-hmm. and easier. <laughs> yeah. And that's even without like knowing like all the parameters that I know now, like going through them. So I can see like we're like sometimes at, like a certain point where like this is just a lot of shit and like I'm getting my ass kicked and like literally just like reorganizing your stuff and like going around the other side will like kinda help you power through.
1: Yeah. Have you tried using magic at all? Maybe that'll yeah. help?
0: Um I have the, I have the four characters on mine. So I have like a scoundrel. Uh uh-huh kind of character i have a geomancer pyromancer and then i have a necromancer healer and then i have like a tank uh erin 3 kind of guy
1: so does the scoundrel ever twirl his mustache
0: uh it's a girl so no but she does like flip her daggers sometimes she's like i'm ready to go Uh, She
1: like for a good mustache twirl if i'm honest
0: yeah i'm just you know, I, I knew I, they didn't have what you wanted. Sure. So I tried to, like, you know, find something.
1: Sure. Sure. I, I did my best. Yeah, I know. You're always doing your best.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. That's about it for the most part. It's been, um, oh, besides playing uh, the Pokemon DLC, finally. So, what's um, in that? So, on that one, it's like like a kind of mini adventure thing. So, like, you start off uh, with, like, four people if you don't have, like, four friends, and they put the robots in with you. And then, like, each person gets put on a list, and then you pick your Pokemon for the upcoming battles, and it's not one that you have in your, like, inventory. And then... And you can choose which routes you go, because, like, they inter-like, connect and stuff. And, um, like, so so you'll fight, like, you'll choose based off, like, what your team has, like, what you're gonna fight next, and then you can take that Pokemon and decide, like, if you want to, like, uh, keep it and, like, switch out your Pokemon, like, the one that, uh, that you had, or you can, like, stay with what you have, but normally people, like, want to try and get a Pokemon that's good for the end Pokemon. So as far as, like, types go. And then... And, like, you don't see which Pokemon is there, you just see, like, which type. So it'll say, like, Grass-type, but it could be, like, Grass-berry, or, like, anything else in between. So as far as, like, multiplayer stuff goes, it is more, like, extensive than what they had in there before, which is just, like, one boss battle.
2: Yeah. It's still is. It is... More, it's more, like, in the wild area, or no?
0: It's a new wild area. It's, like, a tender yeah. area.
2: But it's like that, though, right? Like, you like uh... can move the camera... Or no? No, like okay. so. Like,
0: well, so you go to this area to talk to somebody to start one of these challenges. Yeah. And then, um, and then it's similar to like how you have to do the link before, and like have to like send out the crowd and like do all those things so like, randos don't get in your stuff, and so you can see what game your friends are on. It's all yeah. very obtuse. And then once like you've done that and entered it, like it's just like it's just a bat like a battle through like a dungeon area.
1: Okay, that sounds
2: cool.
0: You okay over there,
1: Ryan? Cinnamon's sleeping and she's having like the loudest dream, and it's just making me laugh.
0: <laughs> like, look at her. I was like, nothing. I'm-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you guys hear it or no?
2: Yes, slightly.
1: Yeah. So just, it's funny.
0: I didn't hear it when I was talking, so I just see you over there like busting out laughing. I was like, nothing I'm saying is that funny. No. Not- <laughs>
1: Oh, Keep wait. it together, Robinson. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. So, like, but you have more, uh, like, area f- to do, like, more raid boss battles, like how you could before in the wild areas, but now it has like that extra. Cool. So it's Very like cool. more tra- So it's like more strategy, and at least get something different that you can do with your friends. Yeah. And then, um, uh, had uh, some friends over, and we. Also played uh, Super Smash Brothers. They, I am not good. They are, they are much better. And it's yeah. um, like well, it's a, it's a good couple friend of mine. And so we played that. And then um, like I wore a mask and like hung out. And then uh, yeah, besides that, like other tell me every now and then. But I've been kind of having uh, some busy times. My my anniversary was yesterday.
1: C- Congratulations. Uh, Tom and I yeah. were there at your inauguration.
0: Yes, thank
2: you. you your uh, mention of Smash Brothers reminds me that yesterday, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I beat the shit out of my kids and my niece at Mario Kart. Oh I my god! Good about myself.
1: Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> that took yeah. a ver- that that sentence took a very pleasant turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Mario? So, so, you see Smash Brothers? Awesome. Uh, I really beat my kids Mario Kart. Which Mario was Good. it the newest one? Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I
0: remember my nephews used to be like super bad at it and then they started getting like preteens and teens and started getting like much better at it and started getting a challenge. Now my oldest nephew is like probably better at me than like the most recent one. I
2: told me them off. they will never beat me.
1: See that's the okay. thing about these new consoles, man, is like it used to be when the other person was winning you could just unplug their controller. Now you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh just my give us the, give
2: better than me at Parappa the Rappa. but well, that's about it
1: yeah that's something you yeah. know
2: that's true also true she is definitely better than I am at the Sims
1: so
0: um yeah so as far as the like, topic this week I wanted to talk about the giant company called Tencent. Um, I've talked before about doing more, like, educational ones, and I don't really know if this one's going to be more of a, like, like, allow a lot of conversation, but I didn't know about all the things that they owned, and it was, like, super surprising for me. I heard about them actually surprisingly through a MLM channel that I listened to. Yeah, and I was like, I know I've seen the name, but I've never like never registered my brain.
2: They own a lot of stuff, and even with stuff that they don't really own, like majority of they, they're still they've got their hands in many
1: pots. Yeah, it's astounding, really.
0: It's like talking about a little bit about. <clears throat> uh, about it. So they were founded in 1998. They are the largest gaming company by revenue in the world.
1: I mean, they
0: um, be. For sure the largest gaming company in China. Yeah. Um, by like all metrics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, some of the things that they own, which, uh, which is 100% of Riot Games, which
1: which is huge in the legends.
0: Yeah, 40% of Epic Games as of 2012. Cool. Uh, 11% of Bluehole, so like PUBG, so on there, and then uh, like Fortnite's competition, 5% of Ubisoft, Uh, an undisclosed amount of Discord as of last year, I think, Um, and and then 9% of Frontier uh, developments, which is Elite Dangerous. Uh, and then undisclosed percentage of Platinum Games as of, as of this year, and then now that they also own Bohemia Interactive.
1: You think when they don't disclose it, it's because it's really really small, or or it...
0: there's there's like other deals going on oh, where they yeah. just like don't necessarily own percentages of it, yeah. like that are high. There's other but like
2: things they... though, right? Like, don't they make money off of Call of Duty, which is Activision owned? Like, I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, yeah,
0: that's that, so. That's one of the things. I, yeah, so. They, um, so about a, a year after they started, they were making a lot of like uh mobile or like kind of like shape, uh, like not mobile games, but like kind of like different other games. But like in 2004, they really got into the video game industry. And then by 2007 or eight, they were really focusing on licensing games. So they have a license. So they created and licensed the Call of Duty mobile game for mm. Activision. Okay. Gotcha. Um, They also own Timmy Studios, which uh, makes some games, but also owns licensing for, like, just hundreds of games that get ported over to China. And they are, like, in charge of those. They own, like, I think it's over, like, 250 uh, different, like, video game companies that they own percentages of. And
2: then...
0: And that's just kind of massive to, like, not really, like, know their names that I do. Like, I, like, whatever these, I know who Epic Games is. I know who Riot Games is. Like, I may not know, like, a lot about the history or, like, hey, what are their games that they make? But I, like, I normally recognize the names where they have some sort of, like, thing or, in my mind.
1: It's always, I have always find those companies to be very fascinating. Those Those huge companies that are, like, quietly in the background making the most money and it's universal
2: in the 90s you know yeah and like
1: it's just like they don't need to be at the forefront because their subsidiaries and all these other companies that they own that they own that they have stakes in are doing all the marketing for them and they just pull in the cash as those as those companies make money with their products
0: and they have percentages of competition so whoever wins they win and that's
1: another thing too Um, is that like owning like owning Bluehole and a piece of Epic or a like giant piece of Epic, and uh, so pulling in that revenue from like both sides um, is really is really is really fascinating. Um, I, don't I, much, was, I don't know how much I don't right? know how much money PUBG is making right now, but
2: it's making a lot. still. Yeah. it might not be making headlines like it used to, but that game's still making a ton of money. Yeah, uh, even Apex is what? What was that? There's some headlines this week that apex is predicted to become a billion dollar franchise you know that's that's cool um and nobody's fucking talking about that shit anymore either you know yeah but like what's interesting interesting to me about it is like it is a chinese company uh gaming in china has only really recently took taken off uh in the console space it's only recently within the last few years become legal we talked about it when we're still doing the newscast yeah um so, like, it was predicted then, like, that such a large population ready to spend money uh, that, like, gaming would start to cater towards what that demographic was looking for in video games. So, that's an interesting thing to me. And that's not something that I'm opposed to, right? Like, if I'm down to see what kind of games China likes. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway. Where Disney kind of hands their has their hands and everything too, the difference is that Tencent does not have the majority of most of these companies. Right. I'm not going to say any of them, but of most of these companies, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, they can't make calls on what fucking Hideki Kamiya is going to make. You know, that's. Oh, but
0: we we've talked about multiple times in this on this show, fiduciary duty. They sure. um. Whenever they first started getting into the video game atmosphere, it was a lot of like. Um there's a lot of just like copy games like the Facebook like Candy Crush and things like that. Um I mean in so they they started in 1998 in 1999 they had their first lawsuit about like copying IP and them and Cuho were both like uh like fussed at by like the government saying like hey don't do single out. practice Practices. Well, just called out in like newspapers. They weren't like charged or anything. Yeah. Officially no, at that point. Yeah. And it's like the Chinese government saying, like, "Hey, you're doing, uh, you know, questionable things." That's a, that's a weird thing. It's a weird statement. It's like you don't like, hear that a lot about their own companies. So like when they first kind of started, they also made a instant messaging service called OICQ, which is like OICQ, but had to change it to QQ Chat because AOL already owns OICQ, uh, which is, or ICQ, not OICQ, ICQ, which is still a thing that exists now as one of their instant man- messaging services. But with that, they connected all of their Chinese ports and, uh, and, like, games that they licensed in China to have to be with their QQ chat service. And so that also brought in a bunch of revenue for them to put into other games and, like, other things on like that on there. Um, so, like, and then, in, and then from 2004 to 2007-8 is when they started buying a lot of South Korean uh, gaming, like, stuff to port over to China. And, like, at this point now, they are kind of the only way for a lot of, like, European and North American companies to get any
2: foothold. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, But, 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 nevertheless, you know, if they're not, if they don't have majority ownership of a lot of these companies, like, I do take some comfort in that, you know.
0: They are also investing, like, even if they don't own a majority of it, like, hundreds of millions of dollars or close to a billion dollars to these companies. Sure. And they, and they are notoriously very fond of microtransactions. So I do wonder on what scale... I know, like, of course, like, microtransactions in the business sense, like, makes sense. But I do wonder how some of these, like... I do wonder which pressure they've... are fiduciary pressure or, like, them actually just putting pressure got put on to put more microtransactions in their games.
2: I mean, it's possible, right? But like, think of the but, companies that you've that you've listed there. Most of them are not putting out a lot of games with microtransactions. You know, that's not to say that think, they never will. But I
0: think the main concern was, uh, I th- what is it? Is it GGG Path of Exile? Like the their company? Okay. The Finnish one. So like they. So well, I think that was concern when they got bought out. I think last year or early this year. Is that they were going to start putting microtransactions? They weren't completely bought out, to my knowledge. It, was just, it is a majority, though, and you are right on that.
2: What is sad, though, no, well, not sad, but scary, right? Like, uh, there's companies that are like not doing so hot right now, right? Like Sega is probably going to be bought soon. Like probably in the next couple of weeks, Sega will be bought by somebody. Gulp. Uh, uh, like, I don't want them to fucking scoop up Sega. You yeah. know but uh, they're gonna
1: fuck yakuza up
2: you know who who knows right i mean the, the the speculation there is that it'll be one of the console manufacturers that buys sega but we don't know anything for sure yet right yeah. But...
0: yeah and kind of like going back to like their instant messaging thing they also own wechat which is like the which is like a like the chinese version of whatsapp but larger many yeah. times larger um, they also put out in 2017. Uh, originally, it was, supposed to, it was supposed to be called the 10 Cent Gaming Platform, but they changed it to Wii Game, and it's and it, W and it's, I it's, it's I. I, I no,
1: we would like to play. Oh, <laughs> really we'll
0: get to the relationship with Nintendo here in a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so like in 2017 that came out as like Wii game and at launch it was just, it like boasted 200 million users at the time Steam had 125 million and by 2019 uh, they are down to 20, 70 million active users and at the and in 2018 the Steam numbers were 90 million active
2: to kind of put it in balance. Like, those are also very different kinds of games. It's it's attracting very different types of people, you know?
0: But uh, it is kind of, like, so as far as, like, Wii game goes, it does like, seem like it does, like, more than, than like, Steam does as far right. as, like, the content and, like, right. the, what the platform can bring. But also, it's not just China. I remember, I believe when I was reading that Wii game is also... Uh, available in like some of the international markets too. I don't
2: even mean by geography. I just meant like the content that is hosted there is significantly different, which brings in a different audience. You know?
1: Yeah, but uh...
0: can you expand upon that?
2: Yeah, it's it's the games.
0: Now that I'm grasping it,
2: it's games <laughs> similar to what you're talking about, right? Like Facebook type games. That's a different audience. It's like what's what's that one that like it's, it's like Big Fish games or whatever it is. It's similar to that. You know? All these games are, they have,
0: like, they have, like, Rocket League, of course, all yes, the Epic while League there games. there
2: are other more video game games, yeah, Like, know. NBA, Call uh, of Duty. Yeah, like, I think the, like, I think the vast majority of the audience that are, that are going to a site like that was going more for gotcha games and things of that nature.
0: For user a service, so I wouldn't say what, like, I don't know what their, like, main... Uh, like page looks like that is probably something I should have looked up. I also wanted to talk about, uh, kind of going back to Riot Games and their ownership of it, like finding out some of the weird stuff that happened with that. So, are you aware of like the the honor or did y'all like look up anything about the Honor Kings like League of Legends thing?
1: So uh, I don't know anything about League of Legends. I looked up. That honor so if it's the game that i'm thinking about um it's it seems like a game that i'm pretty sure most people here haven't heard of but has like a lot of players uh like 100 million or some shit
0: yeah it's one of the uh it's i think it's like the highest number played at like launch game in china and like it still has like millions and millions of like active players that's
1: a lot of fucking people playing one so- game man
0: yeah, so Tencent went over to Riot and was like, "Hey, we want to turn uh, like Legends for a mobile game for the Chinese market." And League like, of Legends was like, "Nah, dogs. Like that's not our like our image. Like that's not what we imagine for our game. That's not something that we're interested in." So then they had their studios just rip it off and put in uh, like revisionist Chinese history and like sixty playable characters Dynasty and like, all Warriors. this stuff. And, yeah, like Dynasty, I mean, I guess, uh, actually, <laughs> on there. And then uh, for like, a while, like, Riot and a lot of their, like, uh, a lot of their, um, I want to say agents are employees, but it's not the word that I'm looking for.
1: Rioters. I guess...
0: People who work at Riot Games, what was it? That? <laughs> that make the video games. Developers? Yeah. I guess developers is, like, what I'm looking for. But, um, I was seeing like some of the interviews on them talking about like how they didn't know that like Tencent was going to do this, and that's not really what they wanted. But like, and then Tencent made some more changes to Honor of Kings, and then there, and then basically Riot Games was like, oh, we're super glad for our parent company.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> like I'm glad it's doing well. I mean, what the and fuck then... are
1: they going to say about the people that own them?
0: Yeah, and then, um, and then Tencent took honor of Kings, took out a lot of the Chinese re- revisionist history, and put it out for, like, uh, global markets as uh, Arena of Valor.
1: See, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I know that one, yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, they are all basically the same game.
1: I see. I see. Uh, and
0: I just... like, And that just... Has to suck.
2: Yeah. It's that whole market, though, right? Like, I'm not trying to defend Tencent in any way or stealing IP or any of that, right? Like,
0: I own them. I'm just like, saying, like, as a developer or somebody who, like, made that game, it yeah. has to stop. Oh, for sure.
2: For sure. <laughs> but, like, the same could be said about fucking 60% of the games on the App Store, you yeah. know? How many, else, how many Flappy you Bird clones are there?
1: How many How many Angry Bird clones are there out there? You know, yeah, they're just like everything is a copy of a copy. But I mean, people are people are going to buy it. So what the what the fuck else are you going to do? You're a mate you're multi you're a you're a bi- multi billion dollar corporation. You know what people are going to buy. So you why why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you compel your subsidiaries to do that? You know.
0: And you're making more money than Sony is in the gaming sphere. So, like, fuck.
1: I mean, they have to, right? Like, they like such with such a diverse portfolio, and how much content they pump out with such a huge customer base. Like, if you're not making more money than Sony, then like, what the fuck are you doing? So, but it's still so, at, at the same time they're still a mega corporation, and I don't really vibe with that. But it's it's nuts how much then, money they make.
0: And then in 2019 they just started working with the publicity department of the Communist Party of China, making patriotic phone games.
1: Yep. No skeletons and... allowed. <laughs> I don't know, weird rule it's, over there.
0: And they say, that it's, they say that the games aren't political, but patriotic. But a lot of it is, like, similar to, like, Honor of Kings, where it's revisionist history. Also, like, it's, like, games where, like, you tap to like clap for like one of their leaders sure um other ones where spoken. it's like <laughs> and other ones where you are like going through like ming dynasty is supposed to be like historic there's supposed to be a lot of them are supposed to like and a lot of the games are kind of situated around what um the chinese government is kind of like, focusing on when it comes to like goals like um like unemployment rights like a game, like where you're controlling like, a city, uh, or um, like long, uh, not longevity of life, but, like different like social issues and stuff like that, and that's like the metrics in your game. And I'm not like down for a company that is, especially this massive catering, so hard to like any political sphere or any like leaning thing. But I do think that's crazy interesting that that's where they went with it. Because I don't know what, like, if the U.S. had one similar to that, where, like, patriotic games, like, with what the government's trying to focus on right now, and I guess it would be, like, trying to figure out tax brackets. I don't know what the game would be.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that, like, number one, I think a lot of video games are inherently political. But at the same time, I think you make, I mean, you make a game that you, with stuff that you think that your base, that you know that your base cares about. And if the base cares about being patriotic, and unemployment rights and managing those metrics then you're going to be it's making the base it's
0: fun it's from it's the publicity department that's telling them what to make and what the story is going to be.
1: Right. But still like the,
2: the but they're telling them based off of something. Yeah. They're not like, just pulling an idea out of their ass and saying, Hey, do
1: this. Yeah. Like the like well, they, yeah, they for know... the
0: publicity publicity for the, for the communist party of China.
1: But exactly. But the thing, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, they know that is going to be good publicity because that is a group of people who absolutely will buy into that. So of course that is going to be the content of the game. Uh, Whereas, like, I think that we do have stuff like that in America. It's not as overt, and I feel like they try to make it a little bit more nuanced, but we certainly do have it. Uh, but we also don't have... Do you have... have an example? Well, I'll, th- I'll tell it to you like this. I remember I, I remember finishing Call of Duty Cold War, the first <laughs> one. And uh, was it Cold War? Bla- was it... Bl- no, Black Ops is the one. That's what it was. Black, the Black Ops, yeah. I remember finishing Call of Duty Black Ops, and at the end of it, feeling like I had just watched a recruitment commercial. Uh,
0: so I think like that's I think like that's that's fair. Like I, but like
1: it not in the. Like, yeah, I can... It's just it very much like because I I think because Im- immediately when I finished that game, I immediately thought of those, uh, the Navy accelerate your life commercials. Because it looked exactly <laughs> like that, uh, and so and whether or not that was it was a developer's intent to incite some sort of latent patriotism in me as a player, I can't say. But I can definitely say that there is some political bias at work in that game, and it comes Cause yeah.
0: out. I mean, because it has many to be, other and games, also like many also, many
1: other games. You know. Yeah. Because when I think, because uh,
0: I do definitely remember like recruitment offices like using Call of Duty as like a like a way to like like to like to try and canvas to kids like that just graduated high school.
1: <laughs> yeah. So.
0: So I do think it's fair on there. Um. Um. But they also have like ownership of like Activision stuff and like Blizzard. So like.
1: Well, I mean. Well, I, yeah. Uh. Because of course they do. Um, Yeah,
0: of course.
1: But like, it's still, it is still crazy to me about, because I, I have, I am, I'm obviously not down with any corporation having interest in, like having political interests and having, you know, their say and, or like having politicians in their ear and vice versa. But I mean, it makes a weird kind of sense that that is what's going on. Sure.
2: Well, and like with, I mean, look, it's different for them to be like, taking money to promote a, you know, certain political party. Like, that's, that's kind of strange. Sure. Yeah. Uh, But like, we've seen that in all art forms for fucking ever, you know, for a long time.
0: Thought about anything being like as overt as this. So whenever I was like doing like research, I was just like, "That's just." I mean, it's just super interesting to me.
1: Yeah, and it is I, interesting yeah. for sure. And I think it also might seem more overt <clears throat> to us because we are used to uh, digesting this sort of media in a different way. Um, whereas I think that if we were as uh, ingrained in that society as Chinese people obviously would be. Then it might seem less overt. So, you know. I've never a political
0: party like fun, like bankrolling with a company like purposely to make them games.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like it probably probably exists out there in like other forms. I just like, this is my first time like reading about it and just like, that's weird.
1: Yeah.
2: It's weird. I mean, look, it's like. And
0: then then also like was like, what would would be the US's version of that? Because like all I could think about was like, yeah, the taxes thing.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we do have like state-funded video games. Like that's a very common thing these days.
1: Killing yeah. Floor. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah I mean, Nevada even did even that. Older than that, right? Uh, actually, fucking... uh, the state of Georgia did that. Actually, so Kingdoms especially.
2: of Amalur: Reckoning, right? Yeah. Like that oh, bankrupted yeah. a state. I can't remember what state, but yeah, like you know, it's There's not that. Game, it's not their fault. Like that. that game,
1: that game fucking rips. I love that game. Yeah. It's not their fault.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I mean, if we want to talk about, like, like, practices that I think that are, like, dirty by the company, like, we would just talk about WeChat, but that's kind of, like, not what I wanted to focus on. I also didn't know that they controlled all of the Switches in China, and that,
2: uh... I did know that, actually. That's one of the few things that that you've said that I knew. (laughs)
0: Um, and that, like, and also all of the games. So, like, the digital and physical... Yeah. And I that makes sense. knew that like, and I knew that due to like Chinese censorship and like things that they have with their uh, country. Like I knew that some games were like different and like, obviously we've all heard the stories of like this, this isn't available in like this country for these reasons and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
0: But um, I didn't know like how region locked China was with like the switch and the switch games.
2: Yeah. I think like you have to look at Tencent in that situation as almost a different entity, even though it is the same company, right? Uh, I look at that as more like we've just legalized console gaming. We need somebody to regulate this. They don't have the fucking ESA, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, that is true. Who
2: are you going to pick? You yeah.
1: know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, especially like it's, if you, especially with something like that, because it, it would be very easy if, it would be very easy to for that shit to get way out of control, and a lot, a lot of just a, like a deluge of games come out and like undermine everything that the Chinese mm-hmm. government like wants represented in any kind of interactive media, or any media at all for that matter. Uh, so I mean, I feel like you managed to get uh, console gaming legalized decades after other developed countries do. Then you're probably going to be on, you're probably going to be on a tight leash for a while. If not indefinitely.
0: Yeah. And so <clears throat> when I was looking into the Nintendo Switch stuff more, since I didn't know about it. One of the things I saw from like Tencent like gaming studios or Timmy Studios or whatever, uh was them talking about working with Nintendo to get rights to Nintendo's characters. So oh. and like and working with them and learning from them how to make Nintendo games.
1: I do remember that. Yeah. I do and
0: that. that just seems bonkers because I feel like that's something that Nintendo would never
1: do,
2: even uh, in like say a that, year.
1: There's a there's a. But Mario... think
2: about how many of their games that they've handed over, how much of their IP they've handed over to different developers. Tons.
1: I I'm pretty sure that there's a, at least a what? couple Mario games available on Nvidia Shield in China. So there, yes, but, you're, you're correct but, about. But
0: that. I, but i I'm, but I'm saying like. <laughs> So say if we go back to the political games, like I don't want like Mario clapping for whatever political leader. Like
2: I don't, that don't think that'll weird. happen. I don't think it'll happen. But you gotta you gotta remember, right? Like, Capcom made Zelda games. Fucking Platinum made Star Fox games. You know, like I, I don't. It's is it weird? It's kind of weird just because this company's kind of weird. But I don't think that Nintendo would allow that. You know.
0: I don't know, from, like, the things I was reading, it sa- it seemed very much like they were going to control the, like, the IP in China, including, like, where the characters go in mm. games, as far as, like, and granted, it was two uh, developers whose, like, interviews I was reading about it, but yeah. both of them seemed, like, very much, like, yeah, Nintendo's going to tell us how to draw Mario, and we're going to put Mario everywhere.
2: <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, right, like, that might be the case for certain things, right? But as far as like in games, I don't think you're going to see like fucking communist Mario running around or anything like that. Like that, I don't think Nintendo will allow it to happen. <clears throat> Nintendo's most valuable thing is their IP, you know. Yeah, more so exactly. than any That's- hardware that they've made, more so than any game that they've made. Uh, That's exactly you
0: know? why I was very confused because like if they were if they were like oh yeah, the, like Nintendo's going to let them do all like I mean they already control the Switch and the games. Yeah, but like to create their So, like, obviously, like, that's the case on there. So, they're having to create the ports or whatever, or, like, be somewhat in charge of that. Yeah. So, like, if they're going to be in control of the IP, like, where does that line, where that line exactly hit?
2: I think control of the IP is to say, hey, maybe we don't want this in that game, so we're going to take that out of whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, I I don't fucking know. Who knows? I really have no idea. I just don't. I just can't imagine Nintendo being like,
1: "Yep, do what you want with Mario." I mean, I know know? that. I know that. Say that,
0: or like the developers were just lying and just being like optimistic.
1: Well, I would
0: love this, but it's not happening. That sort of thing. I know
1: that in different regions, like different uh, publishers will release a game. Like, for example, I think that Capcom is who published God of War in Japan. Uh... And, um, I don't, but like, as far as, as far as China is concerned, I don't know who does the distribution and publishing over there for games that we see stateside. Uh, but like, I've, Tencent. uh, I mean, maybe, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a high, very high likelihood that that is the case. But like, when I see like games that we have here represented in that market, like the changes aren't like, so, uh, I guess I don't know what the word is. They're not drastic like that, right? Like, I watched, I looked, I looked at a side by side comparison of the Halo Combat Evolved that we got here versus the Halo that they got in China, and the only the the differences were noticeable, but they and they very are very much like politically driven because they they're abiding by laws of the country, but it's stuff like when you kill an enemy, like. Their their body just like the, the there are no dead bodies on the screen they just shrink into nothing so every character that you kill just I shrinks bet, into I nothing. bet
0: the the artists and creators love that because uh, fuck yeah I don't have to draw this dead or, body
1: like but it, I... <laughs> goes, it goes it goes so
2: far back though and sometimes it is a lot of extra work right yeah uh, think like NES right Probotector versus Contra you know yeah uh, like it, it goes far back people have done this for since the fucking beginning of video games basically yeah.
1: Uh, but and I wasn't I kidding. think
2: it's more on that scale. Yeah. I could definitely be wrong. Who knows? Maybe we'll see Communist Mario. I mean, he's the right no color idea.
1: already. But so. I,
2: I seriously doubt it, you know. Uh, think about, like, Bionic Commando and then all the Nazi stuff that got taken out, you know, yeah.
1: like, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I wasn't kidding about that no skeletons allowed thing. Like, you cannot put skeletons video games there. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's
2: because they're, the they're bones just are their money. Right.
1: But you have to remember that the that the worms are also their dollars. So. Yeah. Too sure. spooky. Uh. <laughs> uh, I just, I know that, uh, I don't remember if it was Dota or League of Legends, I don't, but one of them has some kind of like, skeleton character, like some kind of bone lord guy, and like, they had like, I don't remember, they didn't remove him, but they altered him to where he didn't look so much like a skeleton, so that he could <laughs> be in the game. Um, See, that's that's, that's what I,
2: am uh, that's what I assume that they're talking about, because yeah. if, if they are acting as almost like an ESA, yeah, um, uh, then I could see that they might be the ones who have to say, hey, we don't want that in this game. So, you know, we need to take that out or yeah. add this in or and that's, whatever.
1: And from what I've seen, that's usually the case is just like different aspects of the game get removed or altered. But I've never right. seen anything as overt as like, uh, you know, Communist Master Chief, which sure. honestly would be interesting. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot more interesting than the <laughs> yeah. probably is. I but. mean he's he's more interesting than <laughs> Republican Pastor Chief. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if Master Chief's political affiliation. I don't want to make any assumptions. I just thought that was a funny he's thing to say. Poor but the wall. Sure. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah.
0: The last thing that I really had written down that I kinda wanted to touch upon is I just thought this was fun. So movies that the Tencent Studio uh Tencent movie studios have produced mm-hmm. are and it's like globally, like Men in Black International, Cool, Top Gun Maverick. Wait, wait and Ter-
2: they, they produce these globally.
0: Yeah, not just in Ch- like China, okay. but like like the like the like the, okay. like the one when they aired here, yeah. Like they they were the producers, or maybe not the, like the full one, but at least the joint one. And um, so, Men in Black International, Top Gun Maverick, and Terminator Dark Fate.
1: Cool, I love that movie.
0: And I feel like that's just uh, like those are the first three movies they saw and like things that they had done. And I was just like, "That's like a very like, yeah." Th- th- I felt fa- like I see your market. I see what kind of movies you're trying to make.
1: Uh, thank you, China, for Terminator: Dark Fate. I appreciate it.
2: Well, you also have to remember, like, so many of the movies we put out here, like those movies you just named, action movies. didn't do ex- extremely well. You know, like those. Oh, I'm not saying it did.
0: Right. No. right. but what I'm they saying have no is, they had no blockbuster like, hits. Like, I didn't like do, like do I've well. Seen.
2: Here, though, right? Like, think about how many fucking Transformers movies keep getting pumped pumped out, and it's because of how well they do in China.
1: They got good taste. Fair man. on that. Yeah, I mean, they know what they like. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know if you all had anything you wanted to add, but um, I'm still trying to like learn more about like video games and like the video game like community as a whole.
2: Yeah. And, like that and out about, this up. yeah. and finding out
0: about Yeah, and finding out about Tencent and like some of the things is just like I was like I know that if I say some of these things, like they're gonna have something to say about this and like educate me further.
2: You've educated me. I don't know a whole lot about this company. Yeah, I don't know, know a little
1: bit, but I know, you know like, I know yeah. less than shit about Tencent. Yeah. I all I know is that they're big. In fact, they're bigger than what they're bigger than Alibaba, which was previously the biggest company in the world. Uh, no. uh, up until Wait, like,
0: I didn't say that, that they were bigger than Alibaba. I know if I web hosting. No, as
1: of like, as of like the last, like I think in the last week they surpassed Alibaba in like state like holdings and and uh, value. So that's it's crazy. Yeah,
0: because yeah. they cause they Mr. just Tencent started focusing watching, on.
1: <laughs> please don't buy
2: Sega. Please Le- leave that still alone. Please, you can buy Sonic. Yeah, but yeah,
1: yeah. ruin the shit out of that. They're they're gonna they're gonna fuck Yakuza up, and I can't have that. Okay. We just found each other. Like I (laughs) I can't I can't go through heartbreak like that. So
0: don't let your fiance hear you talking like that.
1: What, that I love Yakuza? She knows that. She knows it. Hell, Cinnamon knows that. She's a dog. (laughs) But,
0: uh <laughs> that's what she was dreaming about so loud, yeah <laughs> I love more than me, <laughs> uh,
1: but I mean it's i mean it's they're gonna buy more companies, you know they're gonna buy more companies that people like, and uh because i mean it just it's good business sense but, investing yeah.
2: doesn't bother me so much, right yeah. saying that they own ten percent of this or sure. whatever does not bother me that much uh it's when they start, like, taking, you know, full control that, <laughs> that, that so worries even me. even a good
0: portion? Or even just investing hundreds of I mean, millions of dollars? Ma- just uh, taking with...
2: majority control of a company is what worries me. But, you know,
0: um, we'll, we'll see. That
2: remains to be seen at this point.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like, as far as, like, the company goes... Like a lot of other, uh, like, with the, obviously, like with this, you can tell like my bias, but as far as this goes, like I don't like the censorship that China does, and I don't like obviously a lot of things that they do, and it, but and but you're like y'all did point out, and I was like getting more incensed than I I probably should have been because like they do still have to play the game because that's the country they're in,
2: right. <laughs>
0: So they do still have to follow those laws and stuff like that. But like it definitely is worrisome for like the censorship they do with like the history. And so in my mind originally I was like, well just make something up then instead of just like lying about the history. <laughs> but like no don't say it's historical. Don't say it's this thing for sure. But I don't know if like their laws or their market
2: would well, want do, it
0: otherwise.
2: And do we know that they're being advertised as historically accurate? Yes. Okay, okay.
0: Yes, um, and I mean, obviously, they because everyone knows that they're doing these things with the government. They are being public about it, so at least it's not like shady, like trying to act like that's not the case.
1: I mean, why, uh, with like, these games, why and would then also, why, why wouldn't they like wh- like? <laughs> it's just like I if look if I were the biggest game in town and I knew that people had to go people will probably have to go through me to get them games, I'm going to be really transparent because, like, like what are you going to do? You're going to buy a video game from the other guy? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, else to go.
0: I mean, it's true. Like, that's one of the things that people say that they hate about having uh, a Chinese Switch is the fact that, like, they can't play their game on anywhere else, and they can't... I mean,
2: realistically, though, there are ways around it, right? Like, guess consoles have been banned in China for quite some time people have still had every fucking console in China. Exactly. You know.
0: Um, on there and stuff like that. And just, like, how much more expense... Like, how much more, uh, like, they do pay for these, like, Tencent Switch games comparative to other markets as well. Um, and just kind of, like, things like that was uh, just kind of, like, definitely rubbed me wrong and made me look more into the company. But I do feel like doing that, I feel like I understand the market a little bit better.
2: An investigative journalist
1: now yeah should don't dig too deep you're gonna get yourself silenced man yeah dude
0: they're coming for you yeah um do y'all not want to put this episode up
1: no i'll put it up i'm not i'm, I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm a little scared i'm not scared I, I mean, i'm not scared for you i mean not me i'm good but no by the way like, it was a good episode. by the way we
0: have we have never said his name correctly um i know i say tommy shelby every week that's not his legal name you'll never find him
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, my yeah. name is absolutely Ryan Robinson, though, so, you know, pull up.
0: Um, but speaking of Ryan Robinson, huh. is it time to rise from your grave?
1: It is. I need a, I need a, a, a remote to, like, flick the lights on it off, and, and then a soundboard with, like, thunder... <laughs> Sounds
2: just like a signal to give Kay, Kaylee. She could do yeah. it for you, you know,
1: you're get, like you're always you're, Kaylee, you're always gonna. It's funny because you're like, you're always just gonna see her get up like, <laughs> like <go> my... <laughs> Alright, I have I have the the sarcophagus Okay <laughs> So, let's see. What... Let's see
0: what bony boy you pick up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Oh, well, wait, hold on.
0: Oh, is that an evanescent CD?
1: Uh, no, that was actually <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Let's not bring that back. Hold on. <laughs> What's this? Advent Children. That's a. That's not a game. So
0: you wish it was an evanescent CD. <laughs>
1: uh, Alan Wake. Alan
0: Wake. Good Alan game.
2: Wake. That's just coming back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming back, man.
0: But uh, but as the uh, cable keeper or the crypt keeper or the grave keeper, uh, whatever title you have, what's your your take on it?
1: Uh, Alan Wake is very cheesy, but very fun. It's cheesy in a way that's like, it's like it's, what's that word? Campy. That's what it is. It's very campy and fun, like in the way that like, you know, Twin Peaks or, you know, shows like that are. It's uh, the the only character that I took issue with in that game. I was uh, the
0: titular Alan Wake.
1: Actually, I didn't have a problem with Alan Wake. It was more like I I felt like this weird like frustration and anger toward his wife a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> I don't really know where that came. I don't really know where that came from. But uh, Alan Wake is really cool. Uh, the the mechanics for the combat. Or, like, it's, it's fun to, it's like, it's got a fun loop, like, you 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 flash them with the flashlight, then you shoot them with the, with the, with the gun, and it's just, it's just fun. And it's, it's like, similar feel like to Luigi's a ghost Mansion. Buster. Yeah, you feel like a ghost Yeah, buster. it's
0: it's, a, it's similar to Luigi's Mansion.
1: And, like, I feel like Alan Wake does, like, uh, I don't want to call them ghosts, because they're, I don't feel like that's what they are. But they do, I guess I want, I'll call them phantoms. They do like interesting. They do it like in, they do it in an interesting way. Like they, uh, there's this one, there's this one uh, part that I remember where like you're like a in a, y- a lumberyard or something like that, and there's this uh, one of those phantoms Ducky. is like running around and like the way he's speaking, he's speaking like he doesn't know that he's like all ooky spooky. He's speaking like just like a regular person. And, like, saying things that, like, he, that he would, like, normal conversation or whatever. But that's... what.
0: Th- want to get some za? <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, like, that that's, like, it made him creepier for some reason. So, that I like... game it. is so
2: fucking good. Yeah. So good. Um, Look, it takes so, inspiration uh, from Twin Peaks, uh, from X-Files, from the Twilight Zone, uh from a lot of things but alan has like a permanent
1: like kind of he's got like a sourpuss on his face all the time yeah Uh, stephen king obviously oh yeah billy prince yeah that's the game that helped tom and i come up with the fictitious horror author billy prince
2: yeah
1: yeah Yeah. so his
2: book that (laughs) yeah about about nickel smart the (laughs) mind
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and the glistening (laughs) (laughs) Rover, <laughs> Rover. <laughs> uh, that's funny.
0: But yeah, so definitely, definitely worth uh definitely get should rise from his grave.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, with the tie-ins to Control yeah. and then like Remedies talking more and more about Alan Wake, I think Alan Wake's happening soon. Yeah,
1: with the way that they've established, well, we don't have that, confirmation
0: yet, so no. we can only speculate.
1: Well, I mean, it 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 kind of stands. It kind of makes sense though, because like they've. They keep fleshing out this universe and like tying all these things together, um, and so and with the, with the way that people do really like Alan Wake, I don't see that not happening. I mean, just, I mean about look, wi- just about like his
0: wife, just about his wife, and everyone hates it. If you
2: think about <laughs> like what has had like the most staying power of Remedy's games. Uh, they really can't do anything with Max Payne yeah. because it's not theirs anymore. Yeah. Just under that is Alan Wake, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's funny yeah. because like you could tell the difference between the Remedy <laughs> uh, uh, Max Payne games and the Rockstar Max Payne games because the Remedy Max Payne games are like weird and like yeah. s- like psychological, and uh, the Rockstar one is just like depressing and angry. So. Anyway, Alan Wake, Rise From Your Grave, tonight. Thank you.
0: Any uh, closing thoughts before finish up the show? Uh,
1: Don't trust corporations or your government.
2: Yeah, that's that's mostly true. Uh, Don't put 100-hour trophies in your 45-minute long game.
1: Oh, I wanted to actually posit a question to you guys. So, hold on so kaylee and i were talking about uh um like games who like whose uh, online servers go offline and how like when there are trophies attached to like doing stuff online uh so she says that um if you're going to take your your online servers offline and make those trophies unattainable you should just give them to people who don't have them what do you guys think of that what
0: out and, and, like, do the percentages differently?
2: They're not gonna spend more money on a game that they are ceasing support with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get the frustration. I've been there. There's been games where I've wanted a trophy that was online only and couldn't get it, you know? But, like, it doesn't make any sense for them financially. Unless there's, like, some fucking switch that Sony can flip. Yeah. Which I very much doubt that's the
1: case. Sure. Uh,
0: But if they, like... Patch it in whenever they take down the server. I feel like that's something they could do.
1: I guess maybe it's something could, they could dispatch, do. But
2: why would you spend more money to on do doing that. that to a game that you're obviously not
1: making a lot of money off of? Sure, you know.
0: To be a good person.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, most most games are put up by corporations, and so uh, we,
0: and as we discussed,
1: corporations can't trust them. You can't.
0: Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, you can find us on most podcast apps, such as Spotify, Stitcher, uh, uh, Apple podcast app. Google Play. Google, uh, Google Play. That's the word I was trying to get out, and it wouldn't come out, and so I just, like, skipped it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have, are on the YouTube, so if you want to see our faces while we do this. Uh, we have an Instagram, thanks to Tom. And mm, bye, guys.
2: Later. Bye.